time ago I can still remember how that music used to make me smile And I knew if I had my chance that I could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while But February made me shiver with every paper I deliver bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widowed bride but something touched me deep inside the day the music died so bye bye miss american pie drove my chevy to the levee but the levee was dry and then good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye singing this will be the day that i die this will be the day that i Did you write the book of love and do you have faith in God above if the Bible tells you so and do you believe in rock and roll can music save your mortal soul and can you teach me how to dance real slow well I know that you're in love with him because I be the day that I die now for ten years we've been on our own and moss grows fat on a rolling stone but that's not how it used to be when the jester sang for the king and queen in a coat he borrowed from James Dean and a voice that came from you and King was looking down the justice stole his thorny crown the courtroom was adjourned Day that I die. Help 
perfume while the sergeants played a marching tune.
Hey, I just want to wish you a happy hump day. Welcome to Wednesday, right? Today's Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, it is. April 12th, Wednesday. Welcome to the show from someplace out here in the American desert. This is Let's Talk. My name is Mike. I'm your host. And this episode, I did not name. <laughs> so we'll just go with that. How's that? I'll put the date on it. Anyways, welcome, welcome, welcome to everybody. Glad to have you here. Hope so far your week is going well. And what what can I say? Things are crazy. Things are going nuts. Then it's just, it's not going to stop. So it's something we have to live with, deal with, whatever you want to call it. And you know what? Oh, well. Always remember something, folks. It could be worse. Trust me when I tell you, it could be worse. And you know what? Seeing as these are more than likely the end times, which I believe we're in, Got to tell you, it's going to get a whole lot worse. It's going to get real crazy, too. I mean, you know, if you don't think it's crazy enough, well, as it says, you ain't seen nothing yet because this is really going to become out of control. You know, freedom's gone. The right to choose gone. On and on. I've been telling you about it. Every show I talk about it in some way or another, some fashion or another, and it's just where we're at. It has to happen in order for the prophecies and so forth of our Lord God to come true, which they will because they always have in the past and they will continue to do so. You can count on that. Um, they, you know, things have to get, well, pretty bad, worse, and so forth and so on. We have here a dividing. There's a dividing come, uh, that is currently underway. Excuse, <clears throat> excuse me, allergies. A dividing line um, speaks many times in the scriptures about, you know, the sheep and the goat. And Jesus says, in, in fact, also, you know, if you're not with me, you're against me, so forth and so on. So there's a, there's a dividing line. There's a separation happening. And in certain areas, it's already taken place. It's over. There are those who, as I've spoken about before, are never, never, ever, ever going to change their minds about the evil that they practice and the things they think. And it's just, well, unfortunate for them. But the door for them is closed. You know, God, countless times in the scriptures, has let it be known there is only going to be so much time allotted to each individual okay, talking about individuals, to repent and change their ways. Once that time is over, it's over, all right? And you still may, you know, well, obviously we have them, they're living out their lives and so forth, but the thing is, there's no salvation for them. They have rejected the gospel time and again, over and again, in every certain way, you know, to where it's just a moot point to even talk to them about the gospel anymore. You got to move on to other people and other things. You can't waste, don't waste your time. All right? Like Jesus says, don't throw your your um, your uh, pearls to the swine. Don't do it. Don't do it. There is a definite time when you just stop with those people, you know. Sad to say, but it's true. So anyways, let's start with our prayer, and then we'll get on with the show. Dear Heavenly Father, glory, praise, honor 
And thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Although there are times, Lord, where we don't express our gratitude like we should, and we don't show our gratitude like we should, we don't praise you like we should, we don't honor you like we should, all these things, Lord. Well, Father God, please forgive us. Forgive us all our sins, Father. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on those who have sinned against us. I pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And thank you for thy people, Lord. In all things and everything, I pray that this day, at this time, your word be heard, your truth be known, your Holy Spirit fill each and every one of us, that we may glorify your holy name and no other. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Our first scripture is Job chapter 1. Now, we're going to come back to that later on in the show, but for the time being, we're going to start with it. Job chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. Now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? In other words, where did you come from? What have you been doing? What's going on? What's up? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Oh, from going to and fro in the earth and walking up and down in it. That's an amazing scripture on several levels. All right? We'll get to that later on. So, just days ago or a week ago, whatever it was, we had multiple news outlets telling us that the that Manhattan grand jury was taking a month off from hearing any new testimony in the Trump hush money case. And all of a sudden, the next thing you know, a 28-year-old female that claimed to be transgender, a transgender man, walked into a Christian elementary school and killed six people, three adults and three children. Now, always remember something. I am not making light of the fact that that happened. But there are certain talking points and there are certain issues that aren't part of that. Like the gun control thing, for one. But anyways, so that news dominated the mainstream media. That's all we heard about. That's all we saw. Headline after headline, on and on and on it went. Now, Suddenly, out of nowhere, it's reported that the Manhattan Grand Jury has indicted President Trump. So lo and behold, we aren't seeing so many headlines on the latest transgender issue, and it's all about Trump. See how they deviate? See how they move from one thing to another to distract you? Now, I'll leave the coincidence of the timing <laughs> for the conspiracy theorists to discuss on their own, because up front and point blank, listen, the mental disorders that seem to come, anybody and everybody in the LGBTQ, this transgender, the woke thing, and the liberals in general really saturate especially those that are gender-confused. And so now, add to that list, mass shootings. There is a 
a, 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 sorry to say, but not really. <laughs> In other words, there is a definite mental instability, instability that comes with this gender confusion. Because that's it's confusion. All right? It, it, it's a deep-seated confusion, and, and there's turmoil and so forth within themselves that they can't reconcile. They can't. And unfortunately, the statistics show, on average, transgenders, listen, commit suicide more than normal teens that are not confused about their gender identity. From a 2020 study, we do see, and it, data indicates, 82% of transgender individuals have, listen, have considered killing themselves, and 40% have actually attempted it. And that's the highest among transgender youth itself. Everybody, I got to say, that is far above the national average, by far. And again, like I said, talking point, you know, guns and all this, this isn't about mass shootings, okay? You got to separate one from the other. This is about the mental instability and anti-Christian hatred for anyone that doesn't accept their agenda. And the more the mainstream media and Democrats and the Biden regime encourage and pushes this LGBT agenda on us, the more mass shootings and violence is going to come from it. They're just, like I said in the beginning of the show, it's going to get bad, and this is part of it. This is when this confusion about their genders and the grooming that they're, uh, you know, under undertaking, this is what happens when this is forced upon our children. Case in point, Disney Plus is now depicting an American female publicly worshiping Lord Satan. Get that. So... It focuses on teen girl sex with Satan. And, you know, just when you thought Disney <laughs> had gone far enough, they're not going. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just moving right along quicker and quicker and quicker. All right? So it used to be good, wholesome entertainment for children and families. And now it's indoctrination of the LGBTQ and so forth ideology. The show is called Pauline, and the main character, who's 18, becomes pregnant. She becomes pregnant from a one-night stand with Lucas, the devil. Well, come on. And it goes on to say in a statement, with school stress... The climate crisis, oh, there you go, climate crisis, yeah, okay. And the downfall of society weighing heavily on her mind, something she doesn't need at all right now is catching feelings. So, she has sex with the devil. I guess that makes it better? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that one out still. 
Hey, by the way, <laughs> before I forget, bye-bye American Pie. I haven't done a song in the beginning of the show in a while. I decided to do one, do that one. I think it speaks for itself. Anyways, moving along. You see what's going on? All this indoctrination of our children, abortion, fentanyl, the border's out of control, our military is totally and ritually disrespected in every way across the world. What's going on? Well, again, because the vast majority of people in this world and this country are not seeking after God, not the God of, you know, the Judeo-Christian God, not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. No, 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 not the God of, no, not him. They're seeking after other gods, false gods, obviously, and so forth. But the whole world is just, <laughs> well, desperately looking for something that's the answer. And unfortunately, they're desperately slipping into the abyss of the end times, of the false prophet, of the Antichrist, uh, the man of sin, the son of perdition, on and on. And this, these, are, these details that I give you from time to time are just faint images of the, of, the, of, of, of the hardcore of it. We have demonic witchcraft, pagan rituals, gratuitous blood, sex, you know, the whole nine yards, gore and nudity, This is, this is pornographic. Nothing short of it. Pornographic. <laughs> Although, they're trying to pass it off as family entertainment. From a place or a, a, a company that was known for that. When a society gets to where we are now, It's just hard to be able to say that it's not because we've turned from God. This is exactly why. This is exactly why. I've spoken before about, you know, years ago when I first encountered God and he showed me some things and I always wondered, how could that be? How could that come to, come to pass? Kind of like John in, you know, in the book of Revelation, seeing the condition of the church, I'm sure he was just stricken by what he saw. And you know what? Now I see it. Let's move along to something different. So here we go. Climate, blah, blah, blah. Green deal, blah, blah, blah. So the strictest ever vehicle emission standards, well, you know, Mr. Biden, okay, he wants to, well, he's set to propose, you know, he's going to pass it, he's going to sign it, a new gas-powered car and light truck emission standard with this coming next week as part of their latest push for electric vehicles. So according to Bloomberg, the standards would be the strictest ever proposed, just short of an EV mandate, electric vehicle mandate, or gas-powered vehicle ban. You know, it's interesting. Back, I remember a number of years back, um, 
the the new kid on the block in the vehicles was uh, the Fusion Hybrid. Ford had apparently been working diligently to come out with a hybrid car, and they did. Problem was, the car was, well, about $43,000. Yeah, okay, I got that. Right. <laughs> and here we are with these EV, you know, electric vehicles. Plus, <laughs> there aren't any places to plug. I mean, the whole thing is just nonsense. I, I'm not going to detail it. I've talked about it before. All right? These restrictions on tailpipe emissions and so forth and so on. Okay, when you, the politician, when you who are forcing this down our throats, when you adhere to your own rules, right? Then you can talk to me about this is what we need to do. Until then, (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not hearing you. Here's even more bad news. Sorry. <laughs> Private property may need to be seized. Now, under, listen, pay close to this. Private property may need to be seized by federal government in order for corporate or, and or corporations in order to advance climate initiatives. Now, this is according... To the J.P. Morgan CEO, Jamie Dimon, Demon Dimon, whatever he is. You see what they're saying to you? So he recently suggested in his annual letter to shareholders that the federal government, in fact, and large corporations may have to seize private property from U.S. citizens to advance the climate initiatives. And he says they're not going fast enough to do it, but see, problem is you got that thing called the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and so forth. Damn, that paper gets in the way, doesn't it? Moving along. So in order for them to acquire adequate investments fast enough for grid, solar, wind, and pipeline initiatives, According to this guy and others, you know, we've talked about the World Economic Forum and their plans and so forth, you know. So this is just another one in line. They say they may need to and probably will have to exercise eminent domain. So what eminent domain is, if you don't know, is the ability of the government to take private property and convert it for public use following what they call just compensation to the property's owner. Now, when I lived in New York, there was a um, terrible uh, bridge collapsed, and it was part of the New York State Thruway. So that being said, now they have to reroute, you know, where the, the bridge that collapsed was in a different direction and so forth. And an individual's <laughs> lifelong farmland right? Him, his dad, his granddad, you know, was being, well, by eminent domain taken. And they did not give him, you know, market value. Unfortunately, he was forced to take the penance that they gave him. At least he got something, but he didn't get what it was valued at. So they could reroute the New York State Thruway. See, Don't think it can't happen. Do not think it can't happen. 
And the bottom line in that case was, if he didn't finally take whatever money, I forget the amount, they were just going to take it. So where do we have our rights being taken from us is from the top down. Okay? And we little, you know, minions on the bottom here are unfortunately allowing it to happen. I mean, that's the bottom line. Moving along, and this one's serious, folks. There's been a new batch of classified documents have come out on social media sites. If you haven't heard about this, you better pay real close attention because apparently security analysts who have reviewed the documents coming out on the social media sites say it includes sensitive briefings on China, the Indo-Pacific military theater, the Middle East, terrorism, Ukraine, UK. This is serious. This is, I mean, this is about it. It's not as many documents as when that Snowden, I think it was, right? He did that massive dump. It's not as many documents, but (laughs) the damage is, whoa, real severe. I mean, this is huge leaks of classified information, war plans, air defense stuff, all this kind of, that is not for, you know, especially our enemy size. I mean, it's bad enough we we all do it, you know, us and them, you know, spy on each other and so forth. But anyway, this is real bad. I mean, it's the next worst thing to when the Clintons pretty much sold all our stuff to China. And then we wonder why they hold us by the hairs, right? Anyway, so as a part of this trove of files that got released in that, there was some information that I can say, told you so, verified what I've been saying for, well, who knows how long now, right? But should come as no surprise I've been telling you for quite some time now, the United States is playing probably the most dangerous game of waging war against Russia by proxy in the Ukraine that's ever taken place any place. This, with the advent of the leaked files, they're calling them the Pentagon Papers, they've been proven to be true, folks. They've been proven to be true. And it, in fact, includes more nations than just the United States. So, the bottom line, we are among a number of countries with military special forces operating inside Ukraine. Remember, I've told you that. This should be no surprise, really. Let's do a scripture. Matthew 24, 6. Let's do that. Matthew, book of Matthew. New Testament, first book, chapter 24, verse 6. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So he's saying, you know, the Lord, just the Lord Jesus himself, 
saying, don't be troubled. <laughs> don't, don't get scared. Don't get nervous. Don't freak out. <clears throat> right? <laughs> as bad as it seems and gets or, you know, whatever. Whatever you're hearing and seeing, stay calm. Okay? And he's telling us they have to come to pass. And even as bad as it looks, it's not the end. So we have serious, 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 serious issues in regards our government and the people running our government. And it's getting worse by the day, by the minute, you know. Let's look at a situation. I kind of find this funny. I don't think it's funny that some transgender devil, this Dylan Mulvaney, you know, is now the representative for Budweiser. But I'm glad to hear that Budweiser's, man, they're feeling the pinch quick, real quick. Okay? I mean, this individual... Doesn't look anything at all like a woman. I got to be honest with you. To me, I think, you know, Tim Curry looked better in drag in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> but again, you know, it says in pri- pri- yeah, okay, hang on, take two. It says in Proverbs, wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. That's Proverbs 20. The thing is this, the Bible talks about the days of Lot. Remember, that was our opening scripture. And they will be in effect during the time of Jacob's trouble, the tribulation, or, you know, that's where, that this is where we're going into. Jesus said, one of the times he said, when he was asked about the end times, he said, days of Lot, days of Noah. And I've spoken to you before about the things that went on in the days of Lot the days of Noah, and, of course, Job also. These scriptures are talking about the perversion that was prevalent then. And, folks, it's not coming back. It's here. It's here in full force. This is why we see these children of pride rising so quickly in our society and culture. I mean, again, you know, turn your back on God, refuse to listen to his teachings or and or adhere to his teachings. Juan, can you answer that? My phone's out there ringing. Now, um, um, so, you know, we have this going on in our society and culture question is, how about you? How about you, Mr. or Mrs. Christian? Are you still taking part in the things of the world that we shouldn't be taking part of in the first place? We've been called out of the world, remember? So here we are again. How powerful, here's the question, how powerful is Satan? How powerful? Well, 
since the immediate prophetic future of mankind is going to be <laughs> heavily influenced by this supernatural being, we need to biblically, we need biblically comprehend his power and any limitations he may have. That's the uh, smoke detector going off. We're safe. Don't worry about it. Very sensitive. So Satan has no doubt supernatural power. He has power over and above this earth. That's plain to see by the opening scripture. Oh, roaming around the world, you know, on, down on the earth. And whatever he wants to do, he can do, provided God doesn't step in to prevent it. And you see more and more, because we're stepping away from God, <laughs> Satan's stepping up. Right? Grand opportunity for him, isn't it? We see the situation most clearly in Job. I outlined it for you in the beginning of the show. First, we need to clarify and understand our next point about Satan, though. Satan is the Lord, the dictator of this world. Let me say that one more time. Satan is the Lord, the dictator, the ruler of this world. Do not be deceived on this point. Don't, don't get fooled on this one. Repeatedly throughout Scripture, we hear that. So don't think for one minute that he doesn't have certain rights and abilities and so forth given to him by God. Because if, you know, we're going to turn our backs on God, well, guess what? <laughs> like I said, grand opportunity. Let me get that opening scripture for you again. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said to Satan, Whence comest thou? In other words, where you been? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. When God asked Satan where he had been, again, walking up and down in it, on the earth. So he's roaming around down here. You see, the most revealing picture is, is, is very clear. Once you examine it thoroughly, this is a picture that of human being, of a human being type individual walking up and down on a, you know, small plot of land like our garden plot. But no, uh-uh. The understanding here is that a person has such complete control because the, the thing under his control, to him, very small and insignificant. We think of Earth as being very large, but to supernatural Satan, guess what? <laughs> it's like a garden plot over which he exercises complete control. Unless, again, like I said earlier, a greater power intervenes, which would be our Lord God, or maybe another powerful angel. But anyway, immediately in Job, we see that God exercises just that power, telling Satan he can test Job, but with certain restrictions, specifically not taking Job's life. Now, that is an interesting story. If you've never read that story, it is by far one of the most interesting, and I don't know, <laughs> really Hoo-hoo stories in the entire Bible. And poor Job suffers. Oh, man, does he suffer. 
But you know what? He comes out at the end. Satan loses. Job wins. And of course, God gets the glory. You see, this is where we're at. If we're not ready, willing, and able to accept the fact that this individual, Satan, has power and authority on this earth, Paul calls him in Ephesians the prince of the power of the air. That's the air, refers to the air surrounding the earth. It's pretty much just another way of saying the earth. (laughs) You know, there you go. So, again, in Daniel, so if you want to go to the book of Daniel, chapter 10, we see that godly forces and satanic forces are battling for control of the kings of the earth. That's about the prince of Persia. I've spoken about that before. Persia, in fact, was the ancient empire of Iran, modern-day Iran. So we know, if there's any doubt, we know that Satan and his demonic host are actively and powerfully working through human agents, specifically through you know political leaders, to achieve their goals. I'm not sure Satan would concern himself with, you know, minions such as ourselves. We, <laughs> I'm sure we rank pretty low on the, on, the, on the scale there, but you never know. But he's got plenty of other minions, you know, his, his cohorts to take on us. It was Satan, though, that he himself, in this case, actually, at this time, he entered Judas. He's the one that betrayed Christ. And we do see again at the, at the end of the time, at the end of the reign of, of him on this earth and so forth, him and his demons do possess key human leaders of the world. You can read about that in Revelation 16. So, breaking it down, we know theoretically that key human leaders are striving mightily for the world order and doing so through the power of well, witchcraft and the occult and so forth, they are probably possessed. Now, just a little heads up, anybody that communicates with a so-called guiding spirit, you hear that, in their meditations, people, that's witchcraft. And that's demon possession, no matter how pleasant and benevolent this spirit might appear at the present. Remember, Satan can appear as an angel of light. So as we see the world unraveling, it seems that they're getting away with everything, right? Unchecked evil across the board. We watch as Luciferians like Klaus Schwab and Yuval Noah Harari and George Soros and all the the whole bunch of them, Pelosi, Schumer, Biden, you know, the whole bunch, all right? And others, they unfurl their wicked schemes. They're rapidly moving along with their one-world agenda. And you can't help but to wonder, right? Is anyone else watching? Does anyone else see what is happening? Well, if nothing else, God sees it. God sees it all. His word reminds us in Proverbs 15, the eyes of the Lord 
are in every place beholding the evil and the good. And then, you know, when it comes to evildoers and God promises, for mine eyes are upon all their ways. They are not hidden from my face. Neither is their iniquity hid from mine eyes. That's in Jeremiah 16. So his eyes, according to the Bible, are upon the ways of man. And he sees all the goings on. You see, in his eyes, there's no darkness no shadow of death. The workers of iniquity and evildoers and so forth, they, they think nobody sees them. You can read about that in Job 34 and Proverbs 5. So they think they're hiding, you know, they're, they're hidden from view. Yeah, we might not see their actual doings. We see the results of it a lot of times, but God sees it all. There's nothing hidden from him at all. So if that's the case, I know, I know, that you ask yourself, why doesn't he do something? Always remember, he's in control. And he laughs at their vain attempts to overthrow his sovereignty. In Psalms 2, it says, He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Listen. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. You see, it seems unjust. Definitely seems like unfair, you know, that we have to live like this or live through this sort of thing and they seemingly get away with it. You know, there's nothing that hurts them. They obviously don't have the same, I'm not saying they don't have money issues or money troubles, but nothing like what we go through, right, we say. Well, if there's any solace you can take, you can take it from this. Their end is hell and destruction and suffering and pain and sorrow, magnified... (laughs) more times than you can count or ever imagine, for eternity. Our eternity as believers and saved individuals. (laughs) No more pain, no more sorrow, no more tears, no more suffering, no more death, no more sickness. Paradise, right? Heaven. So always remember, as we wait for the Lord's return, As we wait, there's no creature that's not manifest in his sight, and all things are naked and open to his eyes, and that's in Hebrews 4. The enemies of God, the enemies of our law, the enemies of our liberty, and even our very lives are rampaging around us like, you know, a wagon train, right? They're circling, right? They're doing all they can to murder us, to engage in mass slaughter. They may end up in comparison so monstrous as to make all this planet's history seem as weak as, uh, well, Bud Light beer. We have everything from attacks on our medical systems, all kinds of attacks on our God-given rights of freedom of speech and religion, 
and even our, you know, well, let's face it, our very thoughts, our very thoughts are so atrocious that sometimes it's reminiscent of history's worst atrocities. All things progress. The most obvious one thing that we can do is to maintain our prayer life, maintain our time in Scripture, maintain everything that we need to do and can do to serve the Lord our God and be safe in Him. Well, that's it for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. Always, I, I always enjoy bringing them to you, and I hope you learned something. If you have anything to say, good or bad, what, right, right or wrong, one way or the other, give me a give me an email. My email is let's talk mike one at gmail.com. Let's talk M-I-K-E, the number one at gmail.com. God bless everybody. We'll talk to you again soon. Goodbye. <laughs>